Okay, this is the governor show, just a governor show, but in this podcast, I want to lay down some, uh, like a movie plot, basically, or, yeah, okay, um, all right, there's an island, okay, um, a desert island, the desert islands it's a community where are the people who love the transatlantic accent so much that they built a colony on that that's an and art okay they're all artists as well okay and they all speak in trans with transatlantic voice and accent and um, her I'm a, she has red heads with a rasta hat the, the chick who runs this okay it's not a hippie commune it's kind of, but it's kind of reminiscent of uh you know, what's that movie where the, those uh, 30 years olds get together and for a re- reunion um, in a lodge? And it's, it's kind of like philosophical, okay? It's philosophical, and it's a, it's a freaking action comedy, okay? It's an action comedy. And I'm inviting Quentin Tarantino, with whom I share a professor at European Graduate School, famous, very famous professor, um, who uh, looked at my work as well. He said it was just, uh, he didn't say with a British accent, but I will. Um, just, uh, it's interesting. No, he didn't even say, he didn't say it was sheep, sheepish like that. He said it was, it was well-written, but no, he didn't say it like that. It was well-written, but not interesting. Something like that. Okay. Well-written, but not interesting. Can you believe that? You know. Never mind. Anyway, I think it's funny. Ha. <laughs> anyway, that you're going to get a million no's before you get one yes. You know, like, so I apply a million times to the Daily Show and send, you know, tag... Trevor Noah all the time. <laughs> I should go on to uh, anyway. So, um, and this would entail, uh, you know, we can use his islands for part filming part of it, and uh, my islands, my desert islands, to film it. And the mountain, well, there's going to be like a, a a thrilling like action. Uh, movie using my mountain as a set and um, and I have animals here as well so um, I'm putting together an album right now and I just thanked I just sent out on reels on Instagram and YouTube shorts um, please do subscribe to me if you see them please share 
you want to do your country a favor and the planet. Otherwise, if you don't give a shit about the planet or you're just looking out for yourself, then you're probably not listening to my podcast. Anyway, this is all new standard material. It's all copyrighted. You can't use it. No, you can't use it. Or if you want to use it, pay me some money. You want to use my jokes? Go ahead. Pay me some money. Bazaches. Okay, shout out to all the comedians out there. Chris Rock. Shout out to my brother from another mother. You know? And, um, of course, uh, my new boyfriend, Johnny Deep. And I'm volunteering for his, uh, if you want to know, yes, I did confirm the rumors that we are, I am his girlfriend. I confirm the rumors. He hasn't confirmed them yet. I think he's, I think he's being, uh, you know, he's a Southern gentleman. Oh, and that's the thing. Okay. So, um, he, he gets to play a Kentucky Southern gentleman <clears throat> and, uh, you know, dress up like a Kentucky Southern gentleman and he, his accent, he will come here and he will, he will try his damnedest to adopt the transatlantic accent. Uh, and he almost gets kicked out because he he just can't seem to get down the transatlantic uh, accents and then he he uh, he's reduced to uh, for a while he's reduced to um, saying only rides 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 that's the best he can do because he can't for the life of him lose his kentucky gentleman accents and uh i um you know i think it's i think it's a really cool idea and uh, of course maybe neil diamond <laughs> Uh, maybe we can compete with, we'll try to compete with Neil Diamond's, you know, like post our, our song, me and band made songs, like try to, uh, try to become a band that Quentin Tarantino uses in his movies. Um, so anyway, I, um, so I'm working on, uh, I need to, I need to start tag, I need to do a TikTok or something just for Quentin Tarantino and get a, get a message across there. You know, an invitation. Wouldn't that be fun? Invite a challenge. You know. Um, since Hollywood is down, Hollywood's been shut down. Ha ha, ha ha ha. Hollywood's been shut down. Ha ha ha. Hollywood's been shut down. The actors aren't working no more. They would. Be kneeling, but their knees just can't hit the floor no more. Cause they've been whoring themselves out like amber turds of grain. Amber turds of grain. 
Right. Oh, that would be a funny um, TikTok video. Okay. Here's a joke. An amateur joke. Okay. Oh my gosh. So this is like the discovery of the discovery of the shit of, by the, um, the, the, um, the maids. The house clean, house, house, um, keeper finding a turd in Johnny Depp's bed. A turd in Johnny Depp's bed. Who could have thunk it? You might think it's funny, um, but only for a sec. But because you've been burning your bridges, honey. Don't let the door hit on your back. Give it up, Amber Turd's brain. Give it up, recant. Hold your head in shame. Amber turds of grain. I said no one wants to think about amber turds of grain. Get off my stage. Get off my television. Get off my radio. This ain't no more entertaining. Get up out of your seat and head on the dance floor. Amber in the turds of what we shouldn't be seeing. Turd, 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 that's the word. Turd, 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 turd is a 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 bird. Okay, so that's, that's the pitch. It's like almost 11 minutes. That's a confirmation belt. That's confirmation belt. That we're on the right track. So happy Mum's Day. I'm sorry your mums, some of your mums were shitty. And, uh, you know, but not all mums. In fact, most, most mums, well, I, I don't know. I mean, like, how many mums really, like, hate their kids because of the pressures that having children brought them? You know, and I think it's important to shout out to the arseholes who are overturning Roe v. Wade at SCOTUS. It's been a, there's been a leaked uh, draft Supreme Court's opinion, you know, let it be known, I condemn fucking, sorry, mom, freaking Supreme Court. Even my mom, who's in the afterlife right now, but she would 
she would know now and accept that it's a freaking woman's right to choose. And that means it's not your right to choose what we do's with our bodies, okay? Suck it. So that's my message to the Supreme Court on the overturn of Roe v. Wade. Yeah, and I, I've actually just sent out a tweet this morning. You welcome them in the universe in America. America is strong. America is a little too strong, if you ask me. It's like strong B.O. Okay, strong like that, yeah. America is strong like B.O. All right, that's how America is strong. That's what America is strong at being like stanking, stank, stank. Now, in, in Africa, let's talk about Africa today. Um, she would want me to not to um, be angry with Nigerian people in South Africa because the people who scammed her to death were from those countries. She wouldn't want me to feel hostile towards any group of people because we're all one. That's what she would say from the afterlife. If she could speak right now, she would, in, in our words, in our vibration. She is, she's like, she's like, all right, great, Trista, you're finally getting it. Finally getting it. You surround yourself with glory. Nature's glory, if you can. Because the powers to be want to remove them. And that is their corrupt plan. But you and I know what they're up to. We know it's all a scam. And that's why she couldn't stay here. Because the lie proved to be just glam. Sorry I am she'd say. Sorry I am, for I cannot be with you here today, personally. But I am with you in spirit here. She'd say to me, I'm here in spirits, I'm here in the winds, I'm here in the words, I'm here in the mountain for all to see. I'm here in the saguaro, the lowly spiky barrel cactus, 
the desert cane waving to and fro in the breeze. The yellow blossoms held aloft, wafting into the breeze. Caw, say the peacock. Cock. Caw, and gobble, 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 gobble. Come, 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 come. Say the. Come, 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 come. Turkeys in the courtyards. I'm gonna have to smash in some goblin in there. Oh, I thought of a. Uh, there is a funny TikTok. So my mom would only want me to focus on on uh, positive things. Positive things that nurture me. I'm a Christian. I vote for and, and things that make people laugh. So no swearing. Mum's day, no swearing. No heart, no rock and roll. <coughs> Only classic if you must. Classical, if you must, but just enjoy the freaking breeze. She would never say freaking. Okay, that's my handicap. She just didn't swear. Periods. Loads of vibrations, she said, but not with an Irish accent. So shout out to my one percent Irish listeners. Shout out. She would be. She would be envious of me. That I've been to Ireland to see and kiss the Blarney Stone. Effortlessly and riding round the Isle. The Emerald Isle of Ore. Beloved Emerald Isle. The Emerald Isle of Before. Make love to the Emerald Isle. <laughs> okay, I'll have to post that as a as like a meme and for my uh, to try to grow my Irish following. I want more Irish followers. The rest of you can piss off. The rest of you can feck off, feck right off. Just kidding. Thank you for 5,000 plus listeners. Yes. Thank you to my chickies. It's all my chickies. I credit my chickies. Credit what credits do. You're very charming. Okay. And people are fascinated with the ideas of nano chickens. Nano chickens. Tiny cocks. Ha ha. Just can't get enough of them. Just kidding. Ha ha ha. At least Anchor won't freaking censor me for that comment. 
probably be shut down on TikTok. For I was. My live was shut down. I was talking. I was talking that I that um, I raised tiny cocks, and somebody complains on on TikTok and shut shut down my live because I said that I raised tiny cocks. What's wrong with that? Chickens, <laughs> male chickens, are called cocks. I mean, if you, your mind is in the gutter, that's your problem. Those are chickens, and they're male chickens, and male chickens are called cocks. Okay? Hello? Hello? Get your mind out of the gutter, please. So that's what Remember want me to do, is just like, uh, be silly all day. Be silly and blessed, because that's what silly means. Silly means blessed, blessed, blessed. And now it's almost like blessed, blessed out. Follow your bliss. Everybody follow your bliss. Okay, that's the message. Uh, it came through an anthropologist, interestingly enough. Interest, uh, notice that interestingly, has the word Trista in it. Haha. <laughs> yes. Well, I got one chicken response to that joke. Did you like that joke? Did you like it? It's looking at me like I'm an idiot. My chicken accent is not so good. My chicken impersonation. That is an impersonation of a pit bull. Sounds like a drunken sailor, an abusive drunk. <laughs> At the front gate, that's what she wants. You want a dog that sounds like an abusive drunk, barreling down the mountainside to meet you at the gate. A big fat pig bull. Sleeping in so late. A magnet for flies. But he don't hate. He lets him sleep on his tongue. And they taste what was on his plate. Beware the well-fed pit bull. Beware, but if you do, he may be too goddamn friendly for his own good to protect me and you. There you go. That's a pit bull. And by the way, pit bulls are... Um, I think I've found evidence, I've found proof that pit bulls are genetically similar to pigs. It's a cross between a pig and and what? A dog. A wolf. <clears throat> a pig and a wolf. So just splice a pig and a wolf together. 
because the ancients knew how to do that which we're just starting to get to know back about it know about Genetics, 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 so gen genes. Okay. So I found some evidence that pigs and dogs are very closely related, indeed. Okay. Here's the proof. Okay. When it's summertime, if there's anything big with water in it, that Hank can knock over. He will, and he will um, um, bathe in it. it. He will hop into, if you put out a big tub, fill it with water, he'll hop in there and cool down. It's pretty cool. Uh, if, he, if, uh, if he can, he will knock it, knock it over and then lay down on, on the ground on that. Okay, so now the pig. Thank you, Porky, for the excavation services. Because if you just put water, if you just make a place moist, which is the word of the year, it should be considered the word of the year, moist. I don't know why people have a problem with the word moist. What's wrong with the word moist, 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 moist? What do you have? I think I know what it is. I know why people don't like the word moist very much. Moist, moist, moist. What's wrong with it? You may add. What's wrong with moist? What's wrong with saying moist? Do you have a what problem do you have with the word moist being said? <clears throat> Perhaps over and over. Moist, 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 moist. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with it? Moist isn't a cool word. It's moist is a cool word. Moist. You can't get much better than moist. Moist will get the best of you. Huh? Don't let moist get one up on you. <laughs> <laughs> moist. Okay, anyway, so uh, that's what dogs do. Dogs, that's what my pit bull does. The other dogs, I've never seen a dog do that. But, and he is, his feet are like very pig like, and his body is quite pig like as well. But he's cow colored, cow decorated, which is attractive because he looks like, of course. But he's more handsome than that famous dog, Petey. He looks like Petey, but he's more handsome than Petey. Thanks to the freaking neighbor. Sucks. You suck. <laughs> the message to the neighbor. You suck. For having, calling the pound on, on my puppy dog. He lost his beautiful tick pesticles. Tink pesticles, remember when you had tink pesticles, Hanky? Gobble, 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 see you too.
Gobble, 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 no, gobble, gobble to you. What's going on? Ah. Yes. Gobble, 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 indeed. Starved. But hungry is the best way to be, right, Dr. B? Dr. B knows that. Dr. B is a breatharian. And Sophia just did, um, just turned you into a star. Boxing German Shepherds. Boxing German Shepherds. I just did a TikTok video about Boxing German Shepherds. So it'll be, hopefully become a meme. I'm making, I'm working on a series of memes now. I'm a meme maestress. Maestra. Meme maestra. Seven seconds of fame. Seven seconds of fame. Okay, and that's a good uh, submission to Rolling Stone. I want to be a writer for Rolling Stone. Let me write for you, man. <clears throat> okay, Rolling Stone. I want to write about so many things like that. Meme. Okay, the seven minutes. Seven minutes of fame. Now, uh, no, no, no. Fifteen minutes of fame. Now, seven seconds. Okay. And so it's based on the premise that uh, Andy Warhol said everybody would have fifteen minutes of fame. Now it's apparently. Uh, Um, down to at least seven, um, seven minutes, but not, not seven minutes, seven seconds. The, uh, since the average attention span Of Americans is so is so uh, small, it's so it's so small or 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 short. However, some meme maestros like myself, myself, um, we know that. The average uh, and uh, uh, top, let's see, meme maestros and multimedia stars and genius creators like myself we know the average uh, attention span. 
is actually one to two seconds, barely enough time to press the button. Basically, as as long as it takes to press the press the button, to click. Basically, same time it takes to <coughs> Okay, anyway, so that's a premise for this article. Alright. Um I'm gonna send that to editors. Editors. Okay, really stone. Shout out to editors. And by the way, I'm pitching a movie. Maybe uh, Johnny Depp would like to help direct it. He, I would like, to, I would like to be a writer. I would like to write and produce and and um, direct a, a film with my boyfriends, Johnny Depp. And I'm inviting. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Wouldn't that be fun if we can get Quentin Tarantino and 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 uh, Johnny Depp here for a weekend to make a film? Let's make a film. Let's make a blockbuster and and set action scene and maybe like uh, I'm saying I'm thinking a Bruce Lee movie. So maybe we would. You can invite my friends. Um, my best Taiwan mate, um, Ubart. Ubai. He's, Ubai is quite famous. Quite famous in Taiwan. All the Taiwanese know who Ubai is. <laughs> get get my friends play. Uh, actually, Chiang Kai Shek. He he. We could easily um, get him to play a movie about Chiang Kai Shek. <laughs> that'd be funny, yeah, that'd be really funny, just, uh, okay, firstly, okay, maybe we can, yeah, we can do it, we can do it all, man, okay, thanks for listening, thanks for tuning in, and, um, if you like this, that's good for you, glad, give me a five-star review, but I really don't care, um, but I do uh, want Kevin the DHS to cease and desist suppressing my communications and also I have a message for Kevin a DHS and then if I need something pay for my bangolio Welcome to Popcorn Planet, I am Andy Signor and it's Monday it's Hello and welcome back to the Christopher Governator show and right now we're looking into what the uh, Kate Moss mentioned by Amber Turds in court what that means for the case. So here we Tuesday. go. What day is it? Today's Monday, right? Monday. Popcorn pun. Oh my god, it took a lot the past few weeks documenting all this, and so we're now playing catch up on some other stories, and there's a big one trending today with Kate Moss. Uh, so I thought, well, let's bring in the expert, Christopher Melcher, attorney at law. So happy to have him here as he tries to explain why was Ben Chu so excited there, as well as it's Kim. Always happy to have you, Kim. Welcome both to the show. How are you both doing? 
Great, Andy. Thanks for having me. I've been, been uh, enjoying the break also and trying to get caught up on some, some Twitter thre- threads that I've been working on, and it's, it's a great story. There's so much to it. It, it. it doesn't let up. It's true, even on the week off. Kim, are you noticing it too? Or still, I see. I mean, we're still sharing links throughout the feed. It's every day. There's more and more stuff from uh, we're uncovering that people are just, they want more. It's everywhere. Like, you can't get away from it. It was kind of one of those things that I thought, like, is this just my world? Is this my little bubble echo chamber that all I'm seeing is Johnny? And then, like, I step outside of it and I'm like, no, everybody's just talking about it. It's so true. It's, I went to the dentist this yeah. morning because I'm this week. I'm finally, ca- I might, my timings will be off because I'm finally catching up on all my doctors this week. And I went to the dentist and uh, he's like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a uh, YouTube. He's like, oh, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, right now I'm covering the Johnny Depp trial. And then immediately we were all just like, he's like, can you believe she pooped in the bed? <laughs> it's just wild. Every, and then the receptionist was like, oh yeah, every, everybody is, is consuming this. It really does. I, I, it is, it's like a, the binge watch. We're all watching this show at the same time yeah. as it unfolds. And so, yeah, but actually we should be watching, um, we should, the real trial of the century should be Mr. Mister Assface Nazi Dump Trump on the stand uh, trying to uh, justify and explain away what he did on uh, January 6th of last year. The weirdest thing was um, a couple days ago I went on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. Like, I have a TikTok, but I don't post on it. I just, it's my lurking account. And I looked up the tag and I keep... <laughs> like we're all over it. I'm like, how are People, we I know. Here? I should have. Somebody who knows TikTok. Here, Rice Dog gets uh, second chance at life. Oh my God, stop! I don't understand TikTok. I'm such a boomer. Uh, Either, and that's the thing. I, 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 everyone's just stealing our stuff, and I'm like, I guess we should be huge on TikTok. I guess we sort of are. But I, just yeah. for the record, I have a TikTok, and I, I, I posted one. I show, you just reminded me. Let me do my. Let me show you my quick TikTok. My dog stepped on a bee. I'm all out of TP. They didn't have my size at Old Navy. My family ate all the macaroni. The only thing to watch online is Drive Angry. That's such a bad movie. My dog's Look at her. What is that face? What is she doing? I mean, dogs are gonna be. So, anyway, I didn't come up with that trend. It's now a trend when everyone's just Dr. Seussing her, stepping on me. Uh, so I realized I gotta try and get on this TikTok trends. But if anybody knows how to help me clip for TikTok, and you're good at this, please reach out because I I don't know. It feels like I should be doing better on this platform. That, but and kudos to the platform because they're finding things out. They're investigating. They're really getting invested. And you'd think like the younger TikTok generation might have been over Johnny Depp and not cared about this or supported and believed all women. It's really encouraging to see you know everybody, all ages really coming together to, to call out this fraud that is Amber Heard. So bravo, TikTok. I, 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 I stand you as well. Uh, Christopher, have you noticed the TikTok? I mean, is that above you too? You, or have you, has TikTok I'm on TikTok too, by well? the way. Follow well, me on yeah, TikTok I, across I, I social media. I that. I mean, I'm, I'm still old school too, you know. Uh, thanks for 5,000 plus followers across social media. And uh, you can follow me on, on TikTok as well. That's kind of my uh, main dealio. That's where I start out. Uh, YouTube and Twitter. Uh, I don't know how to use Instagram, so it's <laughs> embarrassing. But uh, I just, I just, my brain is just still wrapping its head around Twitter and, and YouTube. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna try. People keep telling me, join my TikTok. There it is. I'll try to. Uh, 
I'll try to find some. I've done a couple funny ones in my past. My daughter knows it. I got to get her more. But she doesn't know this case. She's too young. But uh, I will try to get more uh, more activated on TikTok since you're right, Kim. A lot of people are now uh, uh, using us and talking about us. Uh, but the other thing they're talking about today is Kate Moss. My God, look how good looking this couple is. This is like uh, back in the day. My God, it's a stunning couple. They were the it couple of the 90s. And uh, they were together for several years. And uh, what happened during the trial, in fact, I guess uh, Amber referenced Kate Moss and uh, being thrown downstairs as she testified in this sister fight. I thought it might be better just to sort of play this clip as uh, Amber brings it up. He, was up. he was up the first flight of stairs. Again, I'm on the mezzanine, which is in between two flights of stairs. Bolted up the steps. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know how he managed to get his hand in my hair so fast, but he had his um, hand on the back of my my head, my hair. And By the way, the other amazing thing on TikTok is when TikTokers recreate Amber's descriptions. It's it's amazing because she, it really it's hard. She's all over the place. It, it makes no sense when she's turning and where she's sitting and recollecting everything. It's it's just sitting on the couch one and then ending up on the carpet. Sitting on the couch, I'm on the edge of the couch and I'm sitting on the carpet. And it's like, where are you sitting, girl? My, how do you forget all these the basic details? And kind of was yanking me down and um, hitting. It's so many specifics, right? So many specifics that she's trying to recollect things. I'm also trying to avoid certain keywords here, so that's why I'm pausing. Face with this cast he had. Um, I just. So I'm sure she was not yelling at all, regardless of this fight, right, Kim? I'm sure she was just a docile like woman Jones. who was just like, "Please, Johnny, I'm just trying to be fair and understanding with you." Don't you think that? I'm sure there was no. Amber never wants to admit what we hear in the tapes of just how aggressive, right, she is in telling all these stories. She plays herself as this. I was just sitting there on the couch, and then, oh my God, and then on the floor, and oh my God. Do you remember this? This brief struggle we had before kind of break away Whitney, my sister, um, what? all of a sudden put herself in between Johnny and I. Uh, she just threw herself what? in the line of fire or whatever. She just all of a sudden was there and was trying to get Johnny to stop. Um, her back was to the staircase and Johnny swings at her, and I just see my little sister with her back, her back to the staircase, and Johnny swings at her, and I don't even wait, huh. don't even wait for any other, I don't hesitate, I don't wait, I just, in my head, instantly think of Kate Moss and the stairs, <laughs> and I swung at him. My relationship to date with Johnny, I hadn't landed a blow. So here, here, just in my head, the one moment. Think here is a close-up. Kate Moss and the stairs, and, and I look at him. <laughs> swung at him. He's so and excited. All of my relationship Whoa. to date. With Johnny. How can I be pregnant? No. This has to be a mistake. I've never even Stop kissed him. Why? Why? I hadn't. And he, and you'd think, you know, uh, if this was all true, they'd be very nervous blow. after hearing it, but they're literally just taking notes. Just in my head, instantly. But just trying to What the fuck? There he is, Momo. Oh! 
Like, oh, did you just hear that? What? Oh, and then there's a fist swing with Camille. Oh, my God. They're just like, yes, ding, 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 ding. All right, so we can break down some of this history, but uh, before I even get to the Kate Moss story, this alleged story that Amber's sharing, Christopher, uh, what is Clearly, they're excited about something. Do you have any sort of ex? What is? What do you think he's excited about? Well, yeah. So it, you know, it, they're not supposed to react, um, uh. and you know, but sometimes things will happen during trial where you just can't contain it, and this was one of them. The, you know, there is a risk here to Johnny's team to distracting the jury and thinking like, well, what, why would they be excited? Because the reference. Uh, what would the jury understand from that? Because she uh, did, uh, Amber did not say that Johnny had done anything to Kate Moss or even how Kate Moss is connected to Johnny, who Kate Moss is. So what would these jurors even understand? And we have to remember that to get on the jury, you can't know a whole lot about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. If you knew intimate details about their life, they probably would have been excluded. Right. So, you know, what does this jury know? Probably nothing about that reference at all. Is that, you know, a scene from a movie? Is that, you know, what? So, um, but if the jury uh, saw that reference, they would be maybe confused by that to saying, like, why would you be excited as the attorney to hear this really negative information? So uh, we, we know the background that we're going to get into, but I don't know how the jury interpreted that. Got it. So it is a risky thing. I mean, they've all been reacting. They've been hearsaying and objecting and et cetera throughout this whole uh, case. But all right. So we know that they're excited. Speaking of which, it's a good time to plug. We have a million new shirts up. Thanks to Brian over the weekend. He made dot, dot, dot. He made uh, objection hearsay, which is like such. It's got so many little Easter eggs, wine bottles, poo emojis, the guitars, knives. It's all in there in your objection hearsay shirts. Uh, so pick up those multiple colors, etc. As well as uh, if you want to stand Camille Vasquez or Dr. Curry, you can now show your love with our T-shirts. As well as the Mega Pint, Mega Pint. I'm gonna need a Mega Pint. We got them all, and also just got real. Make it make sense. Tons of uh, tank top options, and there's even a hoodie I think down below. Uh, scroll through the whole uh, store. Plenty for you guys to get as you guys have been requesting more and more merch. Now you got it over on the Popcorn Planet uh, store. I'll put it in the pinned comment down below. And thanks to Brian for doing it. You guys have been buying a ton. We're getting, raising a ton from Tampa Bay Crisis Center. So thank you guys so much for all your support. I'm, I'm getting them all soon, and you'll be seeing me display them proudly. So don't be jealous. Order yours today. Uh, but I, I say that because, I, you know, the objection here is they're all doing distractions. They're all, we're all, every, everything sort of happened throughout. But the Kate Moss things is interesting because she's telling the story and she told it in the UK trial. It's important that you guys know the backstory. She's only spoken kindly of Johnny Depp. There's a Vanity Fair article that I want to sort of go to first. Uh, and she even says, uh, uh, where was the link? Uh, da, 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 da. She says she uh, during a brief but intense romance with Johnny Depp, Moss says she finally felt taken care of. There's nobody that's ever really been able to take care of me. Johnny did it for a bit. I believe what he said. Like, like if I said, what do I do? He'd tell me, and that's just what I missed when I left. I really lost that gauge of somebody I could trust. Nightmare years of years of crying over the tears, uh, crying over. There was another line. Did you pull it, Kim? Is that the one I got? There was another one Gene said where he, he never mistreated her. Did I, did I misread that wrong? Um, um. That was the, this was what I found. I, I don't think I saw what Gene said, but I will double check the telegram. But anyway, right so uh, the quotes that we found as she's talked about, and this was in 2012 after the relationship, have, have been kind uh, and speaking fondly of Johnny Depp. 
uh, in her in her history. So let's get to the why. Why are they excited? I mean, most of the places here now are saying, Christopher, and I'm curious, they're now all speculating because they're bringing up Kate, who is likely on some sort of do not discuss list. It now opens up her as potential testimony, as well as Amber's potential background when she has her own DV charge and girlfriend at stake. Can you sort of enlighten what are the rules now? If this was on a list or something that came up, what are your what are your suspicions now as to why the fist bump was really happening as to what this is going to open up for Team JD? Sure. So we start with this concept of relevance in the law. So so something is relevant if it tends to prove or disprove a claim. And when you have a he said, she said dispute over who was the the aggressor in the relationship, as we're seeing here, what you did with prior relationships is generally not relevant. And so legally speaking, we we do not really allow evidence of what you did in a past relationship to prove what you did in a current relationship. Sure, there may be some connections there, but unless it's it's enough times to develop a pattern, the judge usually excludes it because we're having a hard enough time figuring out what happened between Johnny and Amber. We don't want to have to get into what happened between Johnny and Kate. And it was for that reason that the court had not allowed Kate as a witness. Johnny had Kate on his witness list, but it's my understanding the court said, look, it's too far afield to bring in Kate to say that you were good to her. And I think the reason they are celebrating is that by mentioning Kate Moss, makes it possible to get her Kate Moss on the stand and uh, and she's only got glowing great things to say about him so I think that why they celebrated also um because that's been proven to not be true um, then um, that would make it kind of clear that Amber Tard is lying, too. Jury then to somehow conclude you must have been good to Amber because you were good to a prior girlfriend. So, so does this open out. up then? Can, can, can Johnny still bring a witness on? Well, yeah. So, so he is the plaintiff. Uh, he has two opportunities. Uh, his case in chief, which we heard for, you know, seemed like two weeks, um, he then stopped putting on testimony to give Amber a chance, and now it's her case. Once she's done, he goes into rebuttal phase, which means he can bring in some evidence to respond to things that Amber brought up in her case, and that's where Kate Moss comes in. So at the beginning, it was too attenuated, wasn't relevant to bring in Kate Moss. Well, now Amber made it relevant because she... Um, said that she was defending her sister who was at the top of a staircase concerned that the sister would wind up just like Kate Moss did. And we don't know what the jury understood of all that, but it's enough of a risk that some juror might think that Johnny pushed Kate down the stairs and therefore uh, Johnny can bring in Kate to say, no, that never happened. Now, Amber is going to have to explain why she believed 
this happened? Because whether Johnny ever pushed Kate down the stairs isn't necessarily the end of the inquiry. It's whether Amber thought that Johnny did that. And in the moment when she claimed she was defending her sister, that's all that matters. If she believed that Johnny had done something like this before, that would go to Amber's state of mind to say, wow, I need to defend my sister and I'm going to punch this guy to keep him from pushing my sister. But typical of a fucking psychotic, narcissistic kind that Amber Turd is, she made it very difficult. Okay, so yeah, maybe they can bring Kate Moss into it. But really, the damage is done because she made it seem like he had done something before. So it's kind of like the cops having qualified immunity and, you know, believing the woman first. And it's hard to disprove something like that without spending a lot of time defending it. But at any rate, she's a fucking mess. She's the feminine equivalent of Trump. On the stairs, which, you know, honestly is not the greatest tactic in the world, but that's what she's claimed. Interesting. So I guess I did know that, but I'm glad you clarified that we do get, because we, assuming Dr. Curry is going to come back, given all the things that Amber said, we sort of knew that. But yeah, I didn't realize you could also bring in new witnesses. So as images are coming out, maybe there's the photo expert. There's a lot of people we haven't heard from necessarily. So you're saying a lot of those people, just so I'm clear, they can pull in as long as it's in response to Amber, such as the photos you've shown. Here's the expert. Can you attest that that metadata was correct, et cetera? That's the type of stuff that they can really hit home near the end. Yeah, they can. Now, typically the judge would say, hey, if you knew this was coming, Johnny, you should have put it in your original case so Amber could respond to it. You can't just, you know, slow play and say, oh, now I'm going to wait, put all my evidence at the end. So the court might say, well, were you really surprised that this evidence came out such that it wasn't, you know, expected of you to put it on the case in chief? So we may have some limitations there. And they are running out of time on this trial. But guys, didn't y'all believe that all those puzzles were fake? And there's no such game. But today, I finally found the game. Ebony the King's no. Return. That's Some right, guys. That's the exact game you always see. Piss off. But yes, we could hear Kate Moss come back. We could hear the uh, data expert to say that all these photographs that Amber has now shown to the jury, she did not produce the metadata or the native images to show whether these photos have been altered. Right. We could also see Kate James, the former assistant, come back and testify about the stolen story accusation that we heard in the UK. So he can come back and clean up some of this stuff. Interesting. Well, Kate even came up because Amber sort of criticized her and said she was doing a lot of this stuff, which if, if untrue, Kate can now come back and get even more aggressive. And I, can they, if she was previously deposed and she's on a witness list, can they maybe bring her out as a witness in this follow-up? Or it's, is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. So if, if there's... Uh, if Amber brings up something like she did now with Kate Moss, it's fair game then on Johnny's rebuttal case to bring in a witness to say, hey, you heard from Amber mention Kate Moss. Here's Kate Moss in her own words um, testifying that nothing like that happened. And again, I don't know 
where the story came from and i don't know and kim if your research if you found like is this out there in in the universe that that johnny had pushed kate down the stairs before amber we both did the work kim i mean she amber put this in the uk trial correct i think so yeah it was but i'm really finding a lot of difficulty finding sources that are like this happened and i think some of that is because this is almost like it happened a long time ago you know and i don't think that the internet news like we have it now was the same as when this happened so we don't have that paper trail basically and i can't go back and find like people magazines from that time that scanned through it i don't know but at the same time it doesn't seem like it's fact and i was very surprised that she was even able to say it in the first place because to me i thought isn't that not like the definition of hearsay well yeah it's exactly and if they they borrowed into it it's more defamation it's always hard for Johnny's side because if they cross-examine Amber to say, well, how did you know? Well, then she would say, well, I heard Johnny told me I read something, whatever. And it's like, that's the last thing we want to have happen. But mm-hmm. what we saw Amber do is some people call word salad or shotgun approach. She comes in there with, I mean, she's probably up to 20 different incidents that she's claiming against Johnny. It makes it very difficult for him to defend against because he can't there's not enough time to go into every single bad reference that amber made and so my guess is that they're going to have to use their time wisely and pick the top three lies and expose those and then hope that the jury concludes everything else is a lie because uh, they should you know aim high and um and slam all the uh all the lies they can quickly is a jury instruction that the the jury will probably get from the judge saying if you find that the witness was untruthful in one respect you may conclude that they were untruthful in all respects that's that's encouraging and 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 that's really gonna be the point i mean if they find out that she's making stuff up about kate moss it's not going to help her credibility uh at all i imagine and i know they're going to be able to point out several inconsistencies we've proven it through the fact that there were photos of the james corden show there were uh you know it's so interesting she keeps talking about her friends not wanting to travel with her because they wanted her to leave johnny Uh, are these people on the stand Uh, it's it's really weird Uh, do you think the shotgun approach is really their main approach because they don't have a lot of support it's really just let's spit it all out drown him in the accusations and things so everyone gets distracted and hopefully we get away with it well yeah it it, to me and and you know when we're assessing somebody's credibility when somebody is telling a story and you're trying to test that and then they tell five other stories it's a good sign that they're being untruthful because that's a diversion tactic that keeps your attention away from proving or disproving their main claim by now then throwing all these other things out there and it can be effective if the jury is not on its toes or if they're aligned with amber and it's you know this is the thing about jury trials is that we have these other humans here or hearing the same information who may be coming to totally different conclusions than we are and they haven't heard all the evidence or i can't call it evidence information that we have either and that's that's the other thing is is that we're hearing a lot of stuff they're hearing a very small amount of information that the judge is allowed them to hear 
I mean, any other takeaways while we have you here are just your sort of thoughts on Amber's testimony in general. I mean, it's it's I think the PR team is hopeful and thankful because a lot of the press outlets are grabbing those headlines and they're putting them all over the place. And that's one approach that I think she wants right to combat Johnny's PR. And as she has admitted her bad headlines, hence why she fired her PR team and admitted that she was doing badly in the press. But it doesn't seem like the public is buying it from everything I'm seeing online. And I'm looking around. There is at times that, you know, the Amber Heard, what is I stand with Amber Heard is trending from time to time. But most of that trending is people calling her out and not actually standing with her. There's a handful of people who just seem to be, you know, I believe the women and I believe her. She seems whatever. But overall, it seems like she's losing this. Right. I mean, what is your what is your takeaway now that we've seen her testify and the public's response? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard because I am I am, I guess, biased or have do not believe one word that she's saying. But I have observed with with the media because I'm doing all these interviews in pre-trial there, you know, especially earlier on, you see news stories coming out that are pro Amber, which, you know, that's part of this Me Too movement, as I think it was that that entertainment lawyer said, is that we shifted to as a society to believe the victim and support the victim. And so she got a lot of that support. And then once the trial went underway, there was a big shift over to Johnny to saying, wow, this makes no sense. We had no idea all these inconsistencies were occurring. And it was very supportive of Johnny. But then when this testimony happened over two days, the allegations are so serious that I think you know media outlets want to go a little bit more to the center. They don't want to be wrong. They don't want to victim bash. Right. And so we saw that. We're seeing that kind of shift. Uh, we're seeing a lot of also reporters and journalists, unfortunately, commenting on the trial who haven't really spent any time looking at it. Uh, and then finally, I would say, yeah, we knew she was going to run the clock. We knew she wasn't going to get done by Thursday, especially because she brought in Dr. Hughes, which sucked up two plus days of testimony time. So she was going to get this break. Which let's, let's, let's give her one point. That was a smart move from your perspective, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a smart move, but it also is a bad move because that gives Johnny's team time to prepare. When you're a trial attorney, it's extremely difficult. These are very long days that that the, his trial team is sitting there in trial, can't get a lot of work done because they're sitting there in trial all day. And then after the trial, they're getting caught up on their life. They're seeing their family. They're, there's really no time to prepare for the next day unless you want to put in 20-hour days. Right. So it, Amber, she could have also you know, tried to get her testimony done in time so the cross-examination would have been weak because it would have been so unprepared. But now that she gave them 10 days to prepare for cross – are you looking to kiss your nine to five no. goodbye? Well, I'm here to tell you that you can. You see, there's been a major shift in the way. And the thing is, what I'm seeing, which is so incredible about um, at least the social media universe that I'm operating in, which is Twitter, that you see now an army of a million paralegals, lawyers, assistant, you know, legal assistant types, researchers, friends of Johnny coming out there, analyzing this information, saying, what about this? What about that? All these inconsistencies. It, it is an army of support that if Johnny's trial team is monitoring stuff, could see like, oh my God, I didn't know about that. I mean, you know, when we're putting on even these big trials, like I'll have 
three, four lawyers on a case plus legal assistance, can you imagine having a million people backing you up? And that's what Johnny has. So this 10 days, there are so many inconsistencies in her story that hopefully Johnny's team is seeing all this and picking the best ones to launch into the cross. Yeah, well, I'm going to trim this portion right here. If you want to watch the full one, hit the join. You can always catch our full streams as we talk. We're going to hang here for a while. In fact, I want to watch some more testimony. I think Jody's Jody Jody's corner is coming in. Lewis is coming in. I think Legal Bites is coming in. We have a lot of special guests. So if you want to watch the unedited versions, make sure you join. Or if you're watching right now, don't go anywhere. We're not done. Christopher, always appreciate your insight. I mean, you as last question. Yeah, I mean, you're right, right? They have more time to prep the examples, to go through a transcript, to figure out how to hit her hard. That's going to make this stronger. And do you think, but does that go the other way? Do you think Elaine and team are now going through thinking, all right, this is what they're going to ask us. Here's how to answer that. How do you think the cross is going to go from Camille next week? Well, I mean, I'm hoping it's going to go well. The court did say that, you know, the counsel is not supposed to talk to even their own client while they're on the witness stand. I had not seen those type of orders in California. I know there's, you know, you're not supposed to interfere with testimony, but, you know, if they're following that rule, they're not really to prepare Amber for questioning or cross. Roddenborn said to Johnny, you can't talk to your lawyers. That means Amber can't talk to her lawyers this whole week either. In theory. Yeah. Now, you know, how that, that, that definitely, you know, I, I could see a conversation saying, okay, Amber, we're not talking about your testimony for sure, but let me tell you this other fact that, you know, relates to it. So they may play games like that, but look, I mean, she must've been prepared for this. I don't think she performed well. And my thing was that she didn't take responsibility in my mind. If she would have came up there right from the beginning saying, I messed up in this relationship. I did things that I'm not proud of. I hurt Johnny, but I wasn't the only one. I would have been much more inclined to listen to her, but we've now heard two days. She didn't take responsibility for one thing. Even when she hit him, she says it was in self-defense. So I thought she did horribly, but again, I'm looking at it through my lens and there's other people who say, oh my God, she's a victim and, you know, poor Amber. Poor those people, because you need to do some more homework, <laughs> in my opinion. We are a place where creative dreamers go to learn their craft. We are the people who fill the world with entertainment and technology that inspires us all. If you are searching for a place to learn, create it. Oh, I guess that's it. Okay. Amber Turd testifies. Uh, you know, I've actually heard, I've actually covered most of, most of uh, her bullshit testimony on this podcast. So, actually, I didn't hear much about the. Uh, where does he where go? James Franco. Failed attorney's halftime analysis of 
Okay. So I ran, so I ran to the, uh, the gas station and I'd forgotten that I do have my, my fuck Amber Heard shirt on. <laughs> Andrea has hers on as well. Um, at some point we'll, we'll both stand up to the end and get a nice side by side, you know, photo. Perfect. Perfect. Um, but anyway, and so, but anyway, so I'm in there and, and this, uh, this guy, he, he looked at my shirt and, and he was like, uh, he was like kind of, you know, cause people don't want to be like rude and, and, and stop and start talking to you, especially a guy like, you know, being creepy. Oh, he's, he's hitting on me. Yeah. And so anyway, but it kind of like made eye contact and was like, kind of like did something like, like thumbs up or something. And at that point I, I remembered that I had the shirt on and I'm like, and I'm not embarrassed. I mean, I've worn it before to, to events. But I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I forgot to have this on. And so, uh, and so I said, I said, do you know anything about it? And so he started to talk and I'm like, oh my God, this would be a great opportunity to get this on camera. All right, y'all. So I had to make a run to the gas station to get some Red Bull because I was so tired from being up all night doing uh, videos and stuff. And I forgot that I was still wearing this Amber Heard shirt that I made and so I went to the gas station and so this guy a just random guy that I ran into and he stopped me and told me that he liked my shirt so tell me here we go hi <laughs> tell us your name Kevin. Kevin Kevin so what do you know about the case I don't keep up with it too much uh, I pick up bits and pieces here from TikTok and other sources but yeah. everything that I, I've come to understand is well, not only is it very he said, she said, but overall, she kind of sounds like a bit of a monster. I think overall, the, the court doesn't really give Amanda uh, same benefit that that was a big win on a lot of these things, like paternity and other things. And I think a case like this that really brings it out in the forefront probably is good for national discussion. Like, man to victims just as much as women when it comes to domestic abuse and spousal stuff. Oh, I totally agree. And we talk about that a lot on my channel. Thank you so much. Anyway, so I, the point is, long story short, is I, I got him to talk to me a little bit on camera, but when it did that, then it kicked, uh, it kicked the zoom off. I didn't think oh. about that. <laughs> so, Andrea, no I guess we'll, we're going to jump into it, and I want to start off just getting... I guess some of your strongest impressions about you can, if you want to talk about this week in particular, that's great. If you want to talk about, I know we're basically at the halfway mark or maybe a little beyond that. If you want to talk about like assess where we are right now um, or what, whatever, I really don't care. One thing that I do want at some point you talk about is your, your comment on Twitter about your disappointment in certain aspects of Johnny Depp's legal team. So whatever you feel like talking about with that as well. But what are some impressions that you, you have right now at this point? Hold on. Yeah. Other things open making noise. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I understand. I'm so ready for week off. I don't know about you, well, but my God, is. week off. I bet. I bet. Well, so what, let me put it this way with the question. Uh, what would your, what are your, at this point, putting aside the question of like whether Depp's team is doing a, a good job, a pretty good job, a great job, a not so great job, whatever. What, uh, what are some critiques that you have for them so far? I think they really picked up their game on the objections side of things. And that has been really important because it's, it's been a real, it's been a real weak point so far. Um, their ability both to articulate the legal basis for an objection, to articulate the legal basis for defending an objection. Um, they have up to this point been 
not very good at that, you know, saying context or I'll move on. Like these, these are not exceptions to hearsay. Um, so they have been losing a lot of those. And while a lot of that is concerning details that don't necessarily matter all that much um, in terms of the merits of the case, it does leave an impression with the jury. You know, you don't want the other side's team to look like the better lawyers. And to somebody who's not trained, you know, the side that's winning the objections tends to look like the side that's doing well. Um, so I'm very glad to see that um, Camille has started to pick, pick that up um, during the Amber Heard's direct, um, direct testimony. That's been important, not just because Number one, Amber is obviously trying to skirt that rule um, to such an extent that we saw the judge on her own account decide to uh, admonish Amber about not using other people's words and strike her testimony um, from the record. That's kind of a big deal. Um, this is what's called a sua sponte ruling when the judge decides to do something themselves without one of the parties asking them to do it. Uh, oh, wow. it, it it's a pretty clear indication that the judge was just about done with her shit. You know, she'd already been told like a dozen times, you don't get to say other people's words. She's still continuing to try to do it. Um, and so the judge, you know, sent what I thought was a pretty clear signal that, you know, you're fucking done with that, okay? <laughs> we're, we're not gonna have it. Um, and that's largely because, you know, Camille had asserted over and over and over again, those objections uh, that did get sustained. Um, so she was not being allowed to, to go down that road. That made a powerful impression on the jury, again, just in terms of who's, who's coming out on top of, of these types of exchanges. And, and so that's going to make an impression on the jury, um, not just because they see that, that Camille is winning these exchanges, um, but the juries also tend to be very attentive to the judge. They, they look up to the judge, they respect the judge, they look at how the judge is, is interacting with people. And so seeing her kind of give Amber that smackdown that we haven't seen with other witnesses, um, that's a little bit telling. And, and so you do have to wonder if they're, if they're going to uh, get a little bit of a message um, from, that, from that choice that she made. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. The other important thing that I think the, the objections uh, have accomplished for Camille uh, this, this week is it really threw Amber off her rhythm. And that's one of the important reasons to do it when you have somebody that's getting into this narrative. And especially where with Amber, where she's trying to work up all this emotional reaction to, to her answers, right? You break that up. Go back and watch some of that direct and, and watch when it gets interrupted by Camille because it's, it's, it's fascinating to see how she handles that interruption. She doesn't know how to come back from it. And so you see her trying a little bit of different things, right? She's, she's, but then she has to stop. She freezes. She looks at the judge and then, you know, it's, it's continue. And sometimes <laughs> she's right back into it sometimes you know okay calm you know moving on to something else um it's really just indicative of i think the larger problems she's having with um being persuasive <laughs> in her emotional displays uh is because when, when you're breaking her up like that 
her reactions to it do not come across as authentic at all. And so that has been a big, big success that Camille has had. Okay, so anything else that you think that they've improved on before we, because I do want to hear about the critiques, but is there anything else that you've noticed a marked improvement in on Depp's team? So far, I'd say that has to be the main thing. You know, it's funny looking back over the week because we forget that, you know, more than half of this week was still his case. You know, they were still his witnesses. It seems like so long ago that we heard from Travis McGivern, you know. But obviously there's been a switch in the posture. And so now he's defending. Now he's, you know, responding to her evidence. And it's a very different context. The cross-examination of Dr. Hughes is by far my biggest critique of this trial to date. From my standpoint, it was absolutely atrocious. And remind us who handled that. That was the guy, Wayne Dennison. He was the late notice of appearance in the case, had to get, you know, the PROHAC VHA admission. We don't know how long he's been lurking in the background, but he's, you know, the last of the lawyers to come in and actually file an appearance. He's a higher level, you know, partner for Brown Rudnick. So he is presumably supposed to be one of their top litigators. He's been handling a lot of the expert witness testimony. And so I think that's worked to a point because a lot of times when you're dealing with an expert, it's fairly isolated. You're looking at their opinion. You're looking at, you know, testing that they did. You're looking at their credentials, any other type of issues that you can bring out that go to their bias or go to their interest. A lot of people keep asking me, hey, Raja, how come you always hit a jackpot in your slots? But whenever I play, I keep losing. Truth be told, for the slots in the casino, you usually lose nine out of ten times. If you don't want to lose and you want to have that same thrilling casino type of issues that you can bring out that go to their bias or go to their interest. But with this particular witness, because she went down such a crazy road of basically advocating for Amber's factual position, but she framed that as being part of the basis of her opinion. And so that really opens that up for challenge to show, okay, well, when you say, you know, Amber was strangled, therefore you found lethality or, you know, these types of threats happened, therefore, you know, Amber was more at risk or something like that. You have to be prepared to undermine, you know, those basic premises. And so it was just this wide door that was open for them to be able to go in and preemptively litigate Amber's credibility, you know, because if Amber's reports about these things are not credible, then you're a pretty shitty expert, you know, to be basing your opinion on this. It's a garbage in, garbage out, very simple analysis to draw. But it looked like the attorney did not have enough of a familiarity with the rest of the case outside of just the specific details of this expert's report and qualifications and stuff. So he didn't know that, you know, there's all this abundance of evidence that contradicts all of the varying accounts and just all the different ways that that could have been undermined the 
issues with Amber's credibility that are independent of her testimony, meaning the donations, the prior conviction for lying, you know, to the authorities in Australia, all of that type of stuff. It was a great opportunity to preview that, show that this expert, you know, is relying on trash basically to make her opinion. But then you also have to think about what a different position Amber Heard would have been in going on the stand following her attorney making these same claims and just being demolished, you know, right in front of them. As it is, she's been allowed to kind of lay out the red carpet for Amber's claims and sort of prime this expectation that, oh, she's very believable and there's lots of corroborating evidence and stuff like that. They could have cut that out from under her instantly and not doing that, in my opinion, is just a massive, massive lost opportunity. Wow. I mean, that is pretty, when you put it like that, it's pretty devastating. Which is not to say that Johnny Depp did not have overall a really successful, you know, a really successful presentation in his case or that he's not, he's doing poorly in the trial or anything like that. But it was really, that's a really devastating assessment to me of an indictment of that, of that missed opportunity. Because when you put it like that, I mean, it's, you know, talking about how Dr. Hughes could have, and you put it so succinctly too, Andrea, like when you're, when you're, when you're ticking through these different things just now, I'm thinking, wow, you know, she's laying it out so powerfully and so simply and so succinctly, you know, why, why couldn't Depp's attorneys have done that? But, but anyway, when you put it, when you explain the fact that, that yes, this could have, if this cross-examination had been handled in the way that you suggested should have, if it had been just a very like brutal or withering cross-examination, it just kicked it up a notch and been very targeted at these things, then it could have really destabilized her and really put her, Amber Heard, in a position of getting on the witness stand in a, basically in an attitude of weakness, of probably anxiety, as opposed to, I love the way you said it, she got the red carpet rolled out for her. Yeah. And she could have been very defensive and insecure. Another problem with it too, is there, there is really good evidence that is available for Johnny's team that they could have used in this context potentially, but it's otherwise is likely going to be inadmissible as hearsay. And what I'm thinking of specifically is we know that Johnny has text messages with Amber's parents where he talks about her hitting him. We know he has the text message with Whitney Heard where he talks about her hitting him and Whitney just kind of laughs it off. And then we have the text message or emails or whatever it was with Travis, where he's saying, you know, come and get me. I can't stand her hitting me anymore. She's hit me about 10 times. We have Malcolm Connolly's statement from the UK where he basically reported that this happened all the time. This was not like a one-off thing. This was ongoing. So this is all when she's trying to say, well, I'm looking at what's corroborating the accounts at the time. And I'm seeing Amber's therapy notes and things like that. They're allowing Amber to self-corroborate. Well, Johnny made those types of reports at the time as well to a lot of different people in a lot of different contexts. And so if she 
did account for those, it really demonstrates her bias in that she's crediting Amber's, you know, talking to her therapist, but not Johnny emailing, emailing with her parents about, about her abusive behavior. But then if she didn't review it, it goes to show that this is, this is highly important information to form your opinion that either you ignored or somebody deliberately didn't provide to you. So, so your analysis is necessarily skewed. It was really a no lose situation in my perspective to bring that type of evidence forward and they didn't do it. And I don't think they're going to get another opportunity. Well, I mean, we're not here to, we're not here to drag Jeff's attorneys and God, God knows that I know nothing. I know next to nothing about the law and, and, and would probably be a shitty lawyer, but I guess Andrea, I have to just say like, it's kind of stunning for the amount of money that he's spending. And you know, and just to hear you lay it out again, to hear you just lay it out like that. I think, you know, how effective would that have been what she's describing here? If, if this had, if this had happened with the cross-examination or because of the cross-examination. So how do you account for that? Like, how do you account for that omission? It looks to me, like I said, like he is just not familiar with the total context of the case. And, and it kind of looks as well, like they may not be operating all that effectively as a team. You know, if he doesn't have that specific information, okay, but Ben should have it. Neil should have it. You know, they've been on this case from day one, there should be a massive amount of information and resources available to him to be able to sort that, that type of thing out. So it just kind of looks like he came in, you know, with one hand tied behind his back and didn't really go to any effort to, you know, look beyond his sort of limited focus on what this expert cross-exam was, was supposed to look like. And so he just missed that there were all these opportunities available. You know, Nick Rakita said when I was on his show once, these, these are going to be some of the top lawyers in the country. They are being paid millions and millions of dollars to this. This is the opportunity for the whole world to see what the best, best of the best can do with the most money, you know, no, no money, no object type of situation. And you better be prepared to be underwhelmed. And this is just really, for me, the, the, the prime example of exactly what he was talking about. The expectations are so high, you know, and it's just unlikely that they're going to meet them. Well, sure. There's always going to be, there's always, everybody's, people always make mistakes. There's always going to be disappointments, but again, and expectations that are missed. But again, I keep saying this, but I am so spoiled back, back during the OJ trial when I was obsessed with that thing, when I was growing up and I was, I was so spoiled because that, you know, they made an error or two here or there, but that dream team that OJ paid that money, all of those big bucks for, they, they handled that case really, really well. And they pulled some out of hats and stuff. And, and so my point being is that I, I did, I did have higher expectations. Basically they just got very lucky that this witness, you know, I think managed to do a lot of damage to herself just because she did come across as, you know, apparently biased. I don't think it's, it's really that difficult for the jury to see. 
Um, especially because, you know, it's, it's, it goes back to this theme we've touched on over and over and over again. Amber thinks in the short term, she doesn't have good long-term strategic thinking. So in the short term, okay, maybe she got a, a little bit of a win with this witness, but also now the jury is expecting the receipts. If this witness has told us there's what Amber reports and there's all this corroboration, where is it going to be? The jury is going to be waiting to see that. And that's a check she's not going to be able to cash. You know, we, we already know that. Um, and we're already starting to see that just uh, just in the in the in the first full day of, of her direct. Um, so notice sometimes if you see me on stage, my fingers are like this. I'm, I'm holding it to my side very subtly, but my fingers are like this. This is a... in, the, in, the, in the first full day of, of her direct. Um, so they're fortunate, I think, that that did not end up um, being lethal. You know, I don't think it's going to lose them the trial or anything like that. It is just one of those situations, though, where um, I, I do wonder the counterfactual, you know, what, what would we be looking at today had they made a different choice with that expert? Yeah, and, you know, people should understand, I think most of our audience probably does, that uh, we're, we could be looking at a kind of a razor-thin margin on this. You know, you you're, you are starting to seem much more um, prescient with me. Is it prescient or prescient? I never know. But anyway, whatever it is, clairvoyant, maybe. <laughs> you're, starting to see, you're starting to seem much more so to me uh, as, as, these, as the trial is unfolding because when you told me, you know, weeks ago, you know, six weeks ago or whatever, that you thought it was 51-49 that Johnny would win. And um, and I was really surprised, even though I know that there's all these technicalities with defamation cases and stuff, but I was really surprised that it was, you thought it was that low, or somewhat surprised. But then as this has unfolded, um, I, I, I really understand that a lot a lot better now. And, you know, and the, I think the thing I wanted to ask you off, rec- off the record, and, and again, since I'm not going to put this in, it can be very brief, but... I had had a lawyer friend tell me once that white white shoe law firms, like Brown, Rudnick, whatever that means, I don't even know what that means, but white shoe law firms, that actually they were surprisingly often not very good in, um, not as good as you would think that because they, uh, and that actually like sometimes or oftentimes it's lawyers like you who are a little more like in the trenches who are better. Do you know what I'm saying? Is that yes, true? it's a knife fight, and you don't bring a guy yeah. with a fucking rapier to your knife fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, it's, absolutely. It's um, it, it's, it's like a different focus. You know, they're typically dealing with different problems. They're dealing with different solutions. I like this lawyer exclamation point. I'm going to pass on to my BF comma. Hashtag Johnny Depp, exclamation point. Her suggestions, exclamation point. Also, comma, I have a podcast. Hashtag Trista for Governator. Which
covering all aspects of the trial, comma, as well as music and comedy and politics, exclamation point. In fact, comma, please go sign my petition. Chill. Indict. Trump and expel GOP for insurrection, exclamation point. HTTPS, colon, slash, slash, BIT dot LY, three, K, A, one, capital M, little M, capital D. My move on. Petition to indict Trump. And hashtag January 6th commission hold open public hearings from now on. Exclamation point. We deserve to know. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. 74 million idiots need to know. Exclamation point, exclamation point. So call Congress to 202-224-3121. Semicolon and call the White House, comma two exclamation point two oh two four five six one 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 one. Don't accept no for an answer. Accept no for an answer, exclamation point. And tell your reps to pass HR twenty five, comma to invoke the 14th Amendment, comma, and remove these fucking insurrectionists from office, comma, and, comma, most importantly, comma, bar them from holding public office ever again, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, smiley face. <sighs> okay. So, I like this lawyer. I'm going to pass on her suggestions. Oops, it's all caps. Her suggestions. Okay. making Chinese sex commission all one word. Anyway, wear a mask. Don't be a fucking idiot. Wear a mask to protect yourself and your family and your community in all public indoor spaces. 